Hey everybody, on this week's episode we ask if we're too old for music. And uh, I think we start looking into a cornhole league for the podcast. Right, because we're so old. Let's check out the Grammys and see if we've been old the winners. Enjoy! Can you confirm that? It's filmed in front of a live studio audience. Oh, I would say that's the case there. And, um, like, no, I think I'm okay with knowing that we're not as bright. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> because we're all in it together, right? Yeah. We're all on graded on a curve, right? Like if it, if the nations are being graded on a curve, man, like it's not my fault that like we as a country are C students. That's right. We got cooler right. shit. That's <laughs> fine. Listen, we you know what? We're so smart over here, we figured out you don't need so many smart people. You know? We 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 learned at a certain point that like not all of us are gonna be astronauts. So the sooner <laughs> you figure it out, the less you have to learn. Right. Like if you're like, seriously, if you hold the dream until you're like, what, 21, that's a lot of fucking physics and calculus you learned for no reason. But if you know when you're 12, that that shit's not for me. (laughs) Yeah. They should let you drop drop courses younger. (laughs) They really should. You really should just be able to be like, nope, not for me. Um, (laughs) Or if you really, really love something, they should let you just be able to like. I'd be rocking a family studies class right now still. I love OAC, sewing. OAC was the best for that when we went, eh? Because we were like, oh, you weren't. I, I became legal, like, oh, no, you were. You were 18. You were a legal adult for OAC. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, was I wrote my own names. I, I wrote so my like, notes. <laughs> yeah, so, I, you know, I, I was like, mm, yeah. I don't need this course. And I liked, <laughs> it was like a history course or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. But no, hey, wasn't that the first time you kind of actually had to realize that, uh oh, maybe I didn't think about this stuff early enough because there's certain <laughs> OAC courses and I'm like, well, I can't fucking take like OAC calculus. <laughs> like, I, there's no way I can do that. <laughs> like, uh, fuck, world issues it is. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> German it is. <laughs> yeah. Is that how you wanted it? Oh, I don't think it was how I wanted it. C Plus Productions proudly presents Can You Confirm That? Starring Gorov Wander and John Brown. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Can You Confirm That? Podcast where two friends catch up on a week to week basis. My name is John Brown, and I'm here with with the DMC to my run. Our uh, rest in peace to whichever one's not around anymore. <laughs> I think it was just, mm, yeah, well, it was one of the guy with the Adidas, right? The D. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, was that Chuck D though? Chuck D's around. Yeah, Reverend but he's Run in is public. still Reverend Run. Chuck D was in Public Enemy. Run DMC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, who's dead? Run DMC. Okay, continue. <laughs> I'm here with my co-host and friend, Gorov Wander. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. Good. Just 
Jam Master J. Sorry, still shook. Still shook on the loss of Jam Master J. Yeah, yeah. I, was, um, I thought it was the DJ. Yeah, which, you know, it has been over 23 years since he's passed. Um, man, sometimes people are gone so long you forget too they soon. were gone. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's still too soon when you forget that they left. <laughs> you ever had that with like actors and stuff? Where you're like, Fuck, man, I can't wait to see that guy in something. And then you look up the person and you're like, shit, been dead since 2008. <laughs> Wasn't he like playing with the Beastie Boys? Oh, yeah, which one? Of, oh, goodness. Another rabbit hole of death. Uh, <laughs> uh, that that one I know, that's Mike D, right? And he was uh, like, um, who's the asshole from Saved by the Bell? Screech's cousin. Screech's cousin. Excuse me, I was holding the cough there. Screech's cousin. I think that's the one that passed away. Oh, no. Or was it? No, was it Ad-Rock? Look it up, too. Can you look that up? Mike D's around. He's doing his thing. Who's Ad-Rock? No, Ad-Rock's around doing his thing. MCA? I don't know anything. It was MCA. (laughs) Adam, Nathaniel, Yuck. Um... But is that the one that was Screech's cousin? Probably. <laughs> Look, no, there's a resemblance. Yeah, um, yeah. Man, 2012 on that one. Once again, gone too soon. Too <laughs> soon. Well, that's true. You can say that. Oh, you can't search. Oh, he comes up second. No, this isn't Screech's cousin. Nope. That would be Mike D. Yeah. Uh, Mike D's brother. Screech related to the Beastie Boys. Not related, but there is a rumor that him and Mike D. So yeah, you're thinking Mike D. Yeah, okay, I guess I am. I mean, listen, it could be true, but if you're Mike D, would you ever confirm the rumor? <laughs> the only way to get Not to anymore. the bottom... I was going to say, the only uh, the only way to get to the bottom of it is to bring on Dr. Gates and uh, have him go on a Finding Your Roots episode where it turns out they're both like third cousins. Is it? Ah, is it just... Did people just make it up? I thought it was a real thing. I guess maybe they just were making it up because he kind of they kind of look alike. That's that's shitty. <laughs> you know, it's funny because like the, trip- the modern era, at least we can figure it out. But um, I have yet to Google whether Marilyn Manson actually did remove his ribs. <laughs> I, I you know what I mean like that was just fact in high school, and we're gonna stick with it. And there's no reason to double check, even though the tools are available now too. I'm not going to because I want to stick with, of course. And so I apologize for having looked this up because I feel like. But you thought it was Screech. Real? <laughs> no, I'm going to assume it is. I was okay. never told it's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no one ever corrected me to say the otherwise. It's not like there was rumors flying around four years later that said, correction to the story. And I correct you now. <laughs> that boy's got no ribs, you know. I don't think that was ever supposed to be real. I think it was just a thing stupid kid said. <laughs> yeah, of course. Next, you're going to tell me Bloody Mary's not a real thing. Then you're going to say... <laughs> Listen, um, if you want to check my Instagram, you know what it is. I hung out with Candyman for a whole Halloween one night. and um, Live to tell the tale. He's not as scary as Venom as you would have you believe. Yeah, he is kind of like, you know, like... 
he was working on his play or, you know what I mean? Like he was like just an actor. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> like he was like, Oh, where's my script? You know, like he was like writing a play or whatever. He was writing a play. He was reading lines. He was, he was working on his, he was working on his sides. Yeah. yeah. He's a gentleman. <laughs> He's <laughs> trying to like improv things. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine like, you know, just, Freddy Krueger, like, I wonder if, like, the guy who played him had moments where he's going up to the director and he's like, hey, Wes, uh, I mean, like, I know you're amazing at this stuff, but this doesn't feel like something Freddy would do. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, there is, you still have to be an actor when you're playing those roles yeah. and you still have to think. Now, the thing is to to be the guy who played Krueger or, like, Michael Myers or Jason, you mean, like, if guy plays the Freddy balls, Cooper, no, no, but I'm just saying, like the balls it takes to go up to the director and be like, you know what, I've I've really put myself in the mind space of a guy who infiltrates kids' dreams and kills them in their sleep. <laughs> and I'm telling you, Wes, this just isn't how I would do it. Like it's just, fuck, you know what? No. I feel like I feel like that's what new Freddy Krueger would be because like everything has to have like a big, in depth backstory and an origin and all this shit. But I think like. I can't remember his name and it's driving me crazy. He was in Stranger Things season five, even. He, he, uh, shit. Um, I think back then, though, you didn't really look into it. <laughs> I know. Well, hey, it is. It's, if they did it now, like, what would it be like? Freddy 2024, yeah. or something like that. And like Kruger or, um, but you know, it, It'd be a good time. The the line writes itself, right? Like he's in the dream, he gets to like the 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 blonde teenage girl, um, who was on the cheerleading team, but is like quit because she wants to play hockey. Not go woke now. <laughs> <laughs> so this just... Robert Robert England, and then they redid it. They did do uh-huh. one already. Um, played by uh, do you know who Jackie Earl Haley is? Rorschach? Rorschach, okay. Yep, sure. He played Freddy in the remake, and they'd like, they do, like, talk about how he, like, how he got burned by the parents or whatever, and, like, a big backstory and stuff. Origin Tele. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, listen, that's like, fine, but... Like, almost like, they don't need, like, when... Robert Englund did it. It was just like, oh, this is a horrible, scary monster. Like, there's no backstory to the boogeyman. Right? Well, maybe the there was. Like, you know what I mean? Like, as the actor, maybe the actor himself. Like, maybe Robert Englund never told anyone, but maybe he was just like, this is what where motivates. he comes from. <laughs> exactly. This is what motivates him. This is where he comes motivates from. Motivates this man to murder <laughs> children in their sleep. Right? And then he was like, oh, he must have been evil. Evilness. That was what motivated But what drives a man to this evilness? Right? (laughs) It's like all that stuff. You know these dudes. Come on. Actors are amazing that way. Like the first walk around rooms naked, touching each other just for like a fucking and they call it an exercise. You know the old (laughs) acting thing where it's like um everyone be an animal and like you walk around being a cat. Like I think it's like you don't ask the motivation of the cat. (laughs) You just are the cat. Well, I mean, listen, that's the difference between somebody who's just running around the room acting like a cat and someone who who is just like, well, no, but Meryl Streep would be like, she knows her cat. She knows it's a Siamese orphan. 
right? Like, how would it how would it go around the room, right? Why would it cower in the corner, right? Like things bringing things to bringing things to the cat's performance that other people the other people just walking around the fucking room being cat. She's being a feline. You know what I mean? Like it's a different uh, thing. Right. There's no Oscar in my future because I would have just been the cat. You're right. You're right. Hey man, listen. Keenan Thompson is a great character sketch actor. That's it, right? Like sometimes you just have to be good at what you're good at, man. And like you've got coffee shop extra all over you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's nice of you to say. Work your fucking cards. You might even get a one line as a waiter. <laughs> barista, barista, barista number three. Oh, John totally Brown. Yeah. <laughs> we were looking yeah. for a more Abdul type. <laughs> I'd be like patron number two. That's all I get. Right? <laughs> in line. <laughs> yeah. In line. Possibly like holding a samosa. I saw <laughs> um I saw Samuel L. Jackson on Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. Kimmel was talking to him like that. Um he would uh because Samuel L. Jackson's been like in movies forever, like so many movies. And so he was like bringing up old, weird movies that no one's seen. And he could remember his like character name. He was like, no, that I was like store clerk four and stuff. Like it was yeah. crazy. He was like quizzing. That's, him. I like that. I like the actors who know every single, yeah. I, I would, I almost find it a little disingenuous when you do get the one who's like, Oh, I can't even remember. Where we shot. Hmm. Right. It's like, give me a fucking break. You know, like that or like you fried your brain like on the cocoa or something. Right. Like there's, there's something going on that like you can't because you should be able to. Right. Like it, I think most people do have a sense of I got paid to show up somewhere. Sometimes you can't remember if you worked <laughs> at CA or not. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah was it a day was it a week it's all a blur when you're having this much fun do 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 what you love john and you'll never work a day in your life <laughs> sometimes you just can't like i don't know i don't think it's fair <laughs> to say that it's disingenuous because sometimes you just can't remember it all you know? okay well okay listen you at the very least remember having some some sort of involvement with the caa right like that's all that matters yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's all that that's all that matters. You do know that there was some sort of interaction uh at some moment that may have taken place. But like <laughs> I like that about Samuel L, man. That's cool. Yeah. He remembered uh, it Ruffalo all. Ruffalo is like that. Hey, Mark Ruffalo is one of those guys who knows every single but he was also one of those guys who um you know the story, I'm sure, but like he went out on something like four hundred auditions and never got yeah. anything. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And, um, I've heard like, it recently, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um so hey man. There well, is a stick on, to it, right? He was on Hot Ones, I think. Yeah, he was. He was yeah. recently too. Yeah, um, so he did the there too. That's cool. I like those dudes who put in the time. Mm-hmm. Remember, he definitely are grateful. Yeah. And he did do a lot of those, right? Like I think, um, in Samuel L. Jackson's case, I think he's probably got at least twenty to thirty roles where he was store clerk number four, right? Like before he got to being. Mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson. Ever watch uh, Superstore? Do you remember that show? Yes. Yeah, yeah. There was uh, an actress who played the head of security. 
Uh, what was the character? I know who you're talking about. Well, she wasn't necessarily the head of security, oh, right? She well, just made her. She made herself into that as the. Uh, Dina. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dina. Yeah. It, I hope she becomes a superstar one day because she was in the room. Oh, okay. <laughs> So talking about taking bad roles in bad movies, that's the ultimate bad role. And now she's in shows that people watch. So she's going there. She's like on her way. That'll be a great story to be like, yo, you were in the room and I know it. (laughs) That's intense. Um, (laughs) Sure. I think there's a bunch of probably. Right. Because that happens from time. Like, you know, when you see those, just remember, I remember this happening with Eric Bana. This actually, no. I was going to say, it uh, it will probably happen in, in time for her, John. I, I hope the best for your favorite actress, Dina. I didn't say anything like that. I just thought but but, <laughs> but you always see this, actually, with, like, overseas actors and actresses that become big here in North America, right? Like So, like, when a Hugh Jackman shows up and, like, he starts becoming a Hugh Jackman, all of a sudden, like, there's some random B movie that he did in Australia in, like, 1991 that, like, finds its way, right? Or like Clive Owen went through that. I remember Clive Owen having like a handful of movies. I was like, what the fuck is this? Croupier, <laughs> right? And I'm like watching it. I'm like, yeah, it's not bad. Glad they brought him over here to make like a handful of movies, right? Like <laughs> stuff like that happens all the damn time. But it's always usually like with like like Margot Robbie. She does Wolf of Wall Street, but then all of a sudden it's like, oh, she was on that Pan Am show. Yeah. Remember that? Like the flight attendants one. It had like Christina Ricci as well and someone else. It was like an ABC show where they followed the like the flight attendants of like Pan Am Airlines and Margot Robbie. Yeah, and Margot Robbie was on that flipping show. Wow. Um, I'm telling you, man, if I had known, uh, I would have watched the damn show. But I wouldn't have known. Get it? Like I would have tuned in, and I would have been like, "Oh, it's it's a fine show," because I didn't know who Margot Robbie was at the time, right? Like, right. so you do get spoiled like that. That's, that's like anybody who watched Bosom Buddies and was like. Now, Tom Hanks, you'll be great with AIDS one day. Mark right? and Minnie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Oh, yeah, Mark and Minnie. And then that guy goes on to, like, Goodwill Hunting. Like, come on. It's interesting. Though. But, yeah. Um, when did this show come out? It came out in 2011. Boy. Got a Is lot that of Pan Am? The Pan Am TV series. Yeah. Huh. Christina Ricci. I like that other show she's in now. Like, the one about the... A girl soccer team that like eats everyone. I don't, I don't know what it's the yellow jackets soccer team. I know yeah. she's in, isn't she in Wednesday? I think she was in an episode or two of Wednesday. I think she's like a producer on that or something. Yeah, she's in yeah. that too, but she's in yellow jacket. Oh, yeah, yellow, yellow jacket seems to be like I watched the solidly first reviewed. Yeah, like yeah. uh, cool. critics seem to love it. And she's good. Juliette Lewis is good. There's that girl, that woman who whispers all the time. Oh, that one. Oh, you know Melanie Linsky. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. She whispers all, right? You know yeah. what I mean? I got gotcha. you. I She's saw the face. Whispering. I'm looking at the cast. I'm like, yeah, that's Melanie Linsky for sure. Um, yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I, I might. I don't know if I'll get to it, but I may get to it. Well, there's a couple seasons at least. I think there's probably going to be three right now. It's a good one. HBO. I think it's an HBO show. That that's in no, your wheelhouse. It's uh it's technically a showtime. Well well, there you go. 
right? That's the same thing in Canada. Yeah, definitely in my definitely in my wheelhouse. I like a good Showtime. Not like laugh. a good HBO. Yeah. A little bit of home box office. Never hurt anyone. Extra uh, show. Yeah, man. There, there's enough shows out there to catch up on. I'll get to it. I'm sure. I've been working through things at a better pace lately. Um, I'm also yeah. culling my streaming, right? Like I've I removed two streaming services. Oh, for the temporary time being, yeah. um, until the time of when I'm caught up on what it feels like on the other ones, and then I'll go back. And then oh. I might change it around. I might, you know, when I go back, I might go back to the ad tier, kind of yeah. see, right? Yeah. Because things are yeah, things are getting out of hand, man. And and I don't know if 4K is worth it. Um, when when sometimes a stream isn't there anyways. Like, you know what I mean? If you get a buffering issue and you lose the 4K for 30 seconds as it's trying to get itself, like, its feet under it, that's actually kind of more annoying than it just being an HD 1080p the whole time. Yeah, I guess. Right? So, takes you out of it, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think I'll... I just have to take a stand, man. Enough is enough. You know what I mean? Like, it's it feels like every three months I get, like, a price increase email, right? And And it's almost like, no, you're taking things off. Or, in some cases, it's just like Netflix is finding a way to win again. The content Netflix is putting out, not so great. The content Netflix seems to be acquiring once again, not bad, right? Like, it's like, uh, it's worked out that HBO, like, in in the world of the Max, that they're like, fuck it, we're going to sell our shit to everybody. Mm -hmm. Subscribe to Max, you can watch it, but it's also probably going to end up on Pluto if you want to watch Westworld over there. Right. Uh, if you want to watch Sex in the City, check it out on Netflix. Right. Like that's in the States. Uh, up here, it's a different thing with Crave. But Your VPN, right? You can, or I mean, like, listen, Netflix is still doing fine in Canada, like picking up Sony shit. Um, right. Like Sony's makes a lot of good television and movies. And the one thing they didn't do was sync themselves with like a streaming service, right? Like Paramount's probably going to wrap up. Right. You got to figure Paramount Plus is trying to wind down the operation just as quick as they wound it up. They were making more money, definitely selling Yellowstone to like prime and everyone else than they were keeping it just on Paramount plus. Sam. Yeah. So we'll see, but I will tell <clears throat> what are you using for music? Oh, I use, um, I use YouTube. Well, you pay for the YouTube. You have the YouTube premium overall, so you get the YouTube music with it. I think there's like a Google. Isn't it included in some sort of Google thing? Package? Yeah. Possibly. Are you paying for a giant Google One package? Possibly. Either way, you're paying YouTube some way, one way or another for no ads. I Because I know you're not going to sit through fucking ads on YouTube with the amount that you mainline. Ads on YouTube? You do? Oh, I watch it on my TV mostly. I don't think that's set up with whatever. Well, you just log in with your account. If you're paying for it, scan little QR. If you are, I, I'm, I'm not paying for any music right that. now, right? Like, yeah. I'm not, um, and I'm not sure which one I may dive back in with. And I'm wondering if it's just because I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm aging, like, I might be growing out of music. Is that a thing? Like where it's like all of a sudden you're just like, I don't know if I even fucking want to hear it anything right now, yeah. which is strange for a fellow like me, but I'm sure it can be a thing. Uh, 
it's not a thing for me. I, I don't think it's like a standard thing. I think that when we're young, like five, six, seven, we don't really learn about music and like develop our own tastes in music till a little later, typically. Sure, there yeah. could be exceptions, but I think that like a typical child learns about or starts liking its own preferences in music as they age, right? But well, I don't yeah, know. I'm I'm with you there. Uh, what I'm getting at is like, do you do you put the same value on? Like the idea is, I'm sitting here now going, oh, I'm not paying for music for like the first time in what feels like maybe a decade. Like I feel like I've been paying a Spotify and or an Apple Music and or an Amazon Music for like a while. Right. To the point where they've come and gone. Right. Like the Deezers aren't a thing anymore. The radio, like maybe it is or RDO. Remember that one back in the day? Like they're not here. Um, Songza. What the fuck was that? What was that even a thing for a bit? Um, but right now I'm in a point where I'm like, I don't. OK, I'll I'm get, I'll tell you what I'm getting at. I went to a barbecue out in this like during the summertime. Right. Picture like a nice backyard full of people. It was at an older gentleman's house. Um, So older, like I'm going to say like maybe a decade up on us, right? So in his 50s, early 50s though. Um, And like the music's playing, you know, it is what I expect. It's, you know, 50-year-old white male music, right? Like it's it's a lot of that. And I'm loving it. I'm like, fucking, this is a great Blue Rodeo jam. Um, And then like right after like that, it's like, yo, I love the patio lanterns too. Um, All in out, baby. Right, yeah, right. Um, And then... Uh, an ad comes up for Desjardins Insurance. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck just happened here? What's going on? And I realized this man's not paying for the music because like to him, not. it's it. Well, it's like, you know me. This is me going into my Larry David mode of like, I need to know everything about this right now. <laughs> Find me the man. I must talk to him. Ask him, is this, what is this? What is going on? Blah, 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 blah. Um, and I'm going to tell you, this is actually growth in that the last time I was with this group of people, one of this gentleman's friends had a similar party, uh, and this gentleman was using Winamp on a laptop plugged into the amplifier in the awesome. whole fucking living room, right? <laughs> like listening to her, like, tapes. Yeah. <laughs> it was like busting out a fucking 8-track, man. <laughs> just like, these are the songs on the computer. And I was just like, wow. So... From there, the 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 streaming music. Wow, I was like, oh shit, these are two very different people. Until the ad, and then I realized, like, there's a certain time and age when the val, like, you don't value music to a point where you're willing to put forth any more of your dollars for it. I think, right? Like, I I was at that point where I was like, I I can't fucking have like, I need to skip a song when I want to. I need well, unlimited fucking skips. I need to be in control of the fucking playlist. How do you people live like this? How? What is what actually might happen, Gorov, is <clears throat> what you fall out of is the need for new music. So you're just re-listening to songs, a lot of songs. That's why and, you want to skip them sometimes, and that's why... That's exactly why he should be paying for premium, right? Because it's like to go directly to uh, like the kinks and playing a song means like you have to have the premium. Otherwise, you're going to hit random play button on the this is the kinks playlist. And it's like your song may or may not be within like 
the skips that you've been allotted for the hour. So maybe it's also with age comes patience and not like an instant need for gratification, right? Like we we're of that gratification, Jen. So it's like, I want to hear this song. I'm going to hear it now. Right. And I'm only thinking about this because you mentioned uh, via uh, the direct messaging with me uh, in our private times, how you were listening to an album that I liked sharing. <laughs> uh, and uh, I was like, Oh fuck, I want to listen to that tonight. But that was two days after my premium payment subscription had canceled. Oh. And I went in and I was like, I really want to skip this one, though. Can you get canceled listening to that album? <laughs> no, no. I think uh, it's fine. <laughs> I think the only cancelable one is maybe like, okay, so it's like this. You want to listen to R. Kelly in the privacy of your own home? You do, you boo. But if you are throwing a fucking bar mitzvah and or a quinceanera, uh, you you tell the DJ very politely, like, hey, no ignition, right? I was like, not that's listening to Kelly, so you know. <laughs> I wasn't listening to our, our ignition remix, though. Oh, that's like the best one. Um, <laughs> oh, it's not a sweet 16 without it. My favorite, uh, <laughs> my favorite was Step in the Name of Love. That was my hmm. favorite R. Kelly song right. back in the day. Okay. When it was okay to, when it was okay to listen to him. Back Good when notes. no one knew what a degenerate he was. Uh, Gosh. It wasn't common knowledge anyway. No, it wasn't out there. Like uh, the yeah, whole... I don't know. You tell me. Um, can I like totally change the subject to something? Sure. What we do. We come up with a segue you... or something. Well. Put you on the isn't spot, that, man. Isn't that a segue? Um <laughs> Segway uh, is a portable human transport device, John. <laughs> There's been something I've been interested in for a while, and I would like to see if we could start a team. Um, but can you confirm that team? We can. Our podcast can sponsor our team. Okay. Uh, Are we bowling? Are we going to go bowling? I'm not, I'm not much of a sports person, right? Oh, shit, we're going to go bowling. No, I I like one sport. Okay, it's and I'm good at <laughs> cornhole. We're fucking going bowling. Oh, cornhole! cornhole. Throwing the bean bags at the fucking twenty five, yeah. fifty, and the hundred. Okay. So I got to show you something. Like, um, there's this. Uh, Holy arcade. shit! Folks, he's got a cornhole award in his hands. <laughs> there's this arcade in London uh, that I've been to. Um, you know one of those arcades where you get tickets for winning at, at like, the games or whatever? Sure, sure. Like a Chuck E. Cheese or a Palladium? Yeah, 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 yeah. I forget what it's or called. Or a Dave & Buster's? Yeah. It's in a mall in London. If you know, you can let me know. Um, Cornholios in London? There's, like, a cornhole game where you have to, like, there's, like, three holes, and one's green, one's red, and one's blue or whatever, and it's, like, the light shines, and you have to throw them in the red one, and then it then the green light shines. You have to throw them in the green, and the the holes are rotating. Okay. And I consistently was beating my own high score just over and over and over again, and like just playing this game and just getting tickets and tickets. And I um, I kept on like maxing out on like, you know how, it's like five hundred tickets for like one piece of like, 
like bubble, double bubble gum or whatever. Like usually it costs so much to get, like it takes so much work to get anything at those prizes of yeah, these yeah. prizes. Mm-hmm. So do you see my cool little uh, cactus, cactus light here? Okay. The benefits of cornholing. Gotcha. And I have, so, and I have a pineapple light too. <laughs> I've won, I've maxed out on like two separate occasions. Cause I just keep on beating High scores in this cornhole game. Okay. And they're like 2,500 tickets each <laughs> or something. And so I would like win these over and like I'd have extra to spare. And it's since then, it's made me really want to get into professional professional cornhole. And I'd like to share that with you. Um, listen, for me... Uh, I'm I'm just here to the to, I'll be like your cornhole caddy, right? Yeah. I'll I'll buff up the fucking bean bags nice for you. I'll keep them nice and warm, not cold, not too hot, not too cold. Perfect fucking throwing temperatures. Um, I I just don't want to take the field against such a seasoned professional. It would make me feel inadequate. Though, um, shit, man, are we joining a league? Are we going to KW Cornhole? Is this what's happening? Thursday cornhole in Kitchener, yeah, at the Moose Lodge. You remember that place? Oh shit! It's uh, the actual where there once used to be sports things, like the worst mini putt. Um, decent no, 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 pages. no, no, not that, not, not, that. not sports world. No, this no, isn't no, the no. sports world area. Um, Moose Lodge is like. Um, do you remember where CAA was in Kitchener? <laughs> oh, up on the. Yeah, I actually, I do, I do. Between it's, like. Um, yeah, I remember that one actually. Yeah, I do Moose Lodge that. was up up that road that runs behind that you could take to our mall. Gosh, okay, all right. And they have cornhole uh, every Thursday. Well, man, let me see. I'm gonna look and see what we got for the Greater Toronto area for cornhole leagues, and maybe we'll end up meeting in like fucking the provincials. Ah, uh, yeah. You want to go yeah. against me? Well, there's a Toronto cornhole league. Um, there is a GTA cornhole. Goodness, cornhole taking the fucking nation, eh? It's the new pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pickleball! Just a bit too much movement for me. Right? Way too uh, active. I just want to swing, swing my right arm in an underhand position. <laughs> That's all I want to do. But I don't want to have to walk up to anything like bowling, and that hurts your thumb and stuff. The cornhole. Yeah. What a cornhole it is. Um, like, what's the cornhole practice regimen? Like, how are you training, man? Like, what are you what are you underhanding all day? I don't know. I think you have to drink like six beers a week or something minimum. <laughs> That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, and then there's there's like obviously like a, a like a, a master class in technique. Like, do you have like a wrist seminar? Like a flick the wrist seminar well, in the game that I play at that arcade. I, I do a, a backhand like this. Do you see what I'm doing here? Oh yeah. I call that the, the flapper. Yeah. So, yeah. but I don't know if that's legal in, in the league. You might have some to people, go, some people even call that the cherry tickler. You might have to, you might have to do the cuppy motion. I would have oh, to, the cup motion. I don't yeah. know what league rules are. Uh, cup motion, man. It's honestly, it, it feels like it makes more sense. They just cup it. But it's an aggressive move. Um, 
there seems to be something nice about the flick. You know, a flip over the cupping. It's just you want to be friendly to the cornhole. You don't want to. You don't want to just fucking ram the bag in there. You want to just gently, just, just gently get it to like get into the hole. Not too, uh, not too much. Like because well, I imagine, to get it in imagine there, you go right? too hard. You go too hard, uh, and Why then uh, <clears throat> you risk missing the fucking cornhole entirely. Because you also you get don't know points. where you end up. You get points on the board too how close to the hole you are. So that's why you lob it up and over and into it. So cause you want to land on the board at least. Yeah. But I mean, at least is, I mean, that's rookie stakes. That's yeah, me. No, I just want to freaking Steph Curry them all right in the hole. <laughs> you're fucking, you're, you're always shooting from downtown, aren't you? Look at that. I used a sports reference. This is real. <laughs> this is the real deal here. And have a Jersey and everything soon. Yeah. I should get a curry jersey and wear that <laughs> You would, man. That would actually be hilarious. Actually, that would that's a very action Bronson look. Right? <laughs> Just kind of rolling up in like a jersey and like throwing cornholes. Um, action Bronson. Like the rapper, like the yeah, Albanian yeah. rapper guy. <laughs> kind of his if that like you know what I mean, if you're gonna picture a guy showing up at cornhole wearing a fucking jersey, is a guy like that. Maddie Matheson. Or him. Or him. They're like the same guy. Except one my... I don't like. <laughs> Bronson, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. One time friend of the show. I wonder what happened. I didn't like him since since uh, he took all he tried to take like he tried to talk crap about Ghostface Killer and then like Ghostface made that threatening video and like five minutes later he like issued a public apology on Twitter because this is like a real gangster telling you like, come on. Say it again. (laughs) Yeah, that's actually pretty. It's really funny. The Ghostface video where he calls him out is like kind of fun to watch. (laughs) I mean, it. Listen, I don't want to get called out by Ghostface. No, you don't either. (laughs) No, but I mean, listen, man. Listen, man. Listen. I ain't afraid about no Staten Island fuckers. All right. (laughs) You know, let's say Queens. This isn't Long Beach. This ain't Compton. This is fucking Staten Island. These guys were on the... Ghostface Kill is going to have to take a ferry before he can even get to me. You know what I mean? It's fine. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> I, would, I would imagine he's got like a giant mansion on Long Island now. <laughs> imagine having like a ferry as like your uh, the heads up. Get it? Like the idea is like Ghostface is coming for me. Oh, no. <laughs> I need at least a 35 minute head start. Man, how terrifying <laughs> would that be? Him just standing at the the, <laughs> at the bow of the ship, just with his hands on the things like like, like um, jacks behind him bitch. or whatever. <laughs> you know, you know like <laughs> just ready, just just getting psyched up the whole ferry ride. <laughs> like, yeah, actually, that would be quite menacing. And actually, if we're, if we're gonna draw, like, if we're gonna write out the sketch. The sketch would start with Ghostface sitting in his mansion in Long Island, calls his boys who are actually land based uh, up in like Queens. And he's like, hey, you got to get get this fucking guy and bring him to the port where Port Authority now. And like I'm literally being held by like six guys on the fucking dock as I'm watching this guy coming closer and closer to me from like for 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Like. He just locked eyes on Ghostface for fucking two nautical miles away as he gets closer and closer to me. He's got to pull his car out first. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. 
Gotta wait for the it little ramp scary. to come down. The ramp's coming down. They got a dock. I don't care how he comes at me. It's scary <laughs> if he's coming. Like, that's the thing. And Action Bronson, I don't, I don't like him for trying to call out yeah. Ghostface, but at least he knew well enough to go like, okay, I apologize. <laughs> I think it's funny that I just like made fun of Ghostface for trying to attack me via ferry, but at the same time. We literally stormed the beaches of Normandy in the same fashion. Yeah, well, maybe quicker. I don't know. I would say about the same. <laughs> I would bet you like a fucking ferry from like Staten Island comes into like the harbor just as quick as those like old boats did in like the 40s. Right? Like, felt like they were going like, you know what I mean? Like, God bless Steven Spielberg. He really made it seem like they were coming in. Um, But they were they were getting shot on those beaches for a reason because they were coming in at like the speeds of 1940s technology, right? Like it's a fucking oh, lawnmower engine in the back of that thing, man. It's all it's made of like that shit's not like lightweight carbon fiber ships they were flying around in either, right? That was like pure <laughs> fucking 15 gauge steel. Like, <laughs> bet you he like parachuted out of a Cessna after you. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Just straight Tom Cruise and all over the place. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. <laughs> it's like floating in the air. <laughs> Who tag for the children? All right. <laughs> oh gosh. Ghost face killer. Who was your favorite woo? Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you have like, a favorite woo? Don't say uh, red man. Don't be that guy. I was gonna but, say like, method man. Not... Yeah, that's a good one. That's a solid white boy answer. Was he? A, was he part of Wu Tang though? No, he yeah, wasn't. He was, was he? No, he no, was? he was. He was. He was. Red man maybe, like, was not. Right. Was that red, way around? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So method man was definitely woo. Oh, red yeah, man yeah. was not. Um. And then they had like, what was, I guess you'd call like official woo, but not, right? Like in the sense of like, Red Man, definitely not Wu-Tang. Inspected Deck, more Wu-Tang than Red Man will ever be. You know what I mean? Like they had that weird kind of thing. And then they or should had, I like, say like ODB and be like, cool. <laughs> oh man, you really <laughs> want some cred. You say like Raekwon. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like Rizza and Jizza, a little overrated, you know. Inspected deck, too fucking young. Um, yeah, man. Let's see what actually. That's a quick Google search, right? The original Wu Tang lineup. But I think Raekwon would have been one of like. I think it was ODB because he was in the show. Uh, ODB, yeah, definitely is. Um, Mastakilla and You God. That's right. Oh, jeez. Mastakilla and You God. So yeah. Rizza, Jizza, ODB, Method Man, Raekwon, Ghostface Killer, Inspector Deck, You God, and Master Killer. That is your clan. The fucking clan. I'm not, you're never going to get that kind of brotherhood in rap anymore, are you? Yeah, I don't like the, think so. the closest thing, the closest thing is like those odd future boys, right? Like uh, Tyler the Creator and like those two other guys he hangs out with. But like, I only really know Tyler. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of the nature of it. And I only know Tyler really well because of Nardwar. So, like, I don't even know where this fucking connection all comes from. Well, home studios have killed groups like D12 and... Uh, what was uh, what was Busta Rhymes one? Flip Mode. Yeah, think, right. <laughs> Flip Mode Squad. <laughs> Rough Riders. Like, all these groups. Yeah. They, like, just dudes, like, rapping in their bedrooms now. They just come out like six of them at a time, and then SoundCloud rappers or whatever. Not to right. sound old, and like, <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I, I guess it's just like the 
you don't see like a, a camaraderie in a sense of like six of us are going to. And like the other thing that nobody talks about is like how uniquely hip hop that idea is like of group artists. Because say what you want about the Backstreet Boys, but they ain't going to fuck with Wu-Tang, right? <laughs> and Flip Mode Squad can definitely take on 98 Degrees. And it's just like this idea of like, are they boy bands? Like, <laughs> no. was was Wu Tang Clan a boy band? No, because they may or may not allegedly have committed crimes. And so what? Justin Maybe Aaron Timberlake. Carter's done the same thing. <laughs> Justin Timberlake stole her hearts. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. Brittany would tell you he's done a bit more. Um, yeah, man. I would argue. I'd argue, like. Maybe because like if hip hop is now pop, right? The idea that like Drake has played on fucking top 40 more than anybody, right? Like that idea of like hip hop is now pop. Then the Wu-Tang Clan are the new kids on the block of hip hop. You know what I mean? Like of hip hop boy band kind of thing. Like the, like, I hate to say it, but it's kind of like, and shit, like suck on that fucking Bell Biv DeVoe and Boys (laughs) to Men. A new edition, right? Like, goddamn. I would still say Bobby Brown was the hardest, though. Well, that guy was not. Uh, oh, he's still alive. I was gonna say that. <laughs> I, I was gonna speak Is to him he, as though, if he, right? Um, no, but I mean, like af- after our start, where we assumed everyone was alive, that was dead. Um, well, he is because Whitney. Yeah. Eh? Well, no, I mean it's one of those things where. Um, it is strange that he's still with us. No, like there's certain like um like Keith uh Keith Richards is another where you're kind of like, how, just fucking how, bro, and like, uh, like yeah yeah like Johnny Depp looks like he's closer to death than Keith Richards, which doesn't make sense. Like Johnny Depp might be dead before he plays Keith Richards in the Rolling Stones biopic. You know, he uh, he's trying to live that rock star lifestyle big time, though. Keith or Johnny? Johnny. I think like those Rolling Stones guys gave that up in the eighties, probably. I think they held on to like Sarstock. Yeah, one last go, and then after that, they kind of like chilled out. I something tells me like it took a while for Keith Richards, Mick, Mick Jagger, maybe. But like I feel like it was like Keith Richards may have been closer to like his British pensioner age before he got down to like the settling down part. Um at some point you're pot committed, right? Like if you've lived that kind of lifestyle for that long, isn't there's like it's one of those things where you're kinda like, well, if I stop now and try to go healthy, it could actually all backfire, right? Like it could. They do say that, right? They do say that a little bit. Like, sometimes the dramatic change to your body can hurt your body, too. Yeah. Like, one of the stories that has scared me all my life is, you remember Brian Jennings? Good old Canadian boy who became an American news anchor back in the day on ABC. So he used to host the ABC. He was a national news anchor. with him. And uh, he had quit smoking after, like, he'd been not smoking for 20 years. And then 9-11 happens, and this guy's got to work, like, non-stop and he's stressed because of i guess 9-11 i don't know took a toll on everyone right uh 
So he picks up the the darts again. Uh, before you know it, motherfucker dying of lung cancer. So it's almost like you should have just kept smoking for those twenty years, boy. Like, oh, like it ended the same way. Like you know I mean, like it was gonna make no diff. Like you were gonna, the the end was coming closer no matter what. So <laughs> for twenty years, he just got to be like really probably pissy and pedantic and like telling people about how like he's so great because he kicked the habit secretly while wanting it the whole time. And then as soon as like one tower goes down, this guy buys a pack. And as soon as the second one goes down, he's already through it. Come on. Like he wanted to. So why deny yourself? You're going to go either way, right? Like, cause it's well, the George, the right? The George Burns effect. This guy is like is George Burns still alive. Wouldn't he be like 121? I don't know. But like, I bet you he still has a cigar somewhere. Uh, <laughs> oh george burns i was a hundred years old bud yeah yeah now i don't know if he was always smoking those things or if it was shtick right like at a certain point like he's just carrying it with him because like the paparazzi don't know who he is otherwise he's just an old man with glasses right like <laughs> don't talk about george burns on our podcast no one is going to know who he was. <laughs> 1996, man. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. <laughs> Stay relatable with current topics. <laughs> no Burns. one wants to hear about George Burns or Cornhole. <laughs> Let's talk about the Grammys. Did you watch that yesterday? <laughs> uh, I, I caught bits and pieces. I, You know what? The thing is, when you live in a streaming world, where the linear television's not a thing that's always in front of you, you forget about these things that happen in the like. I know they always say, "Oh my God, the ratings have dropped for the Grammys or the American Music Awards or for the Oscars." I'll tell you why they've dropped. It's because like it has to be an appointment viewing now, yeah. and I don't think anybody in their right mind wants like when you were when we were younger, and it was like, "Hey, the Grammys are on." It was like, oh, cool, because it's like we got like, what, 35 channels at home? And it, this is cool. It's live. It's happening. It's better than watching a rerun of like, who's the boss on the other station? But nowadays, mm-hmm. like, you want me to set a fucking Google Calendar alert to remind me to like get out of Netflix or Prime or wherever the hell I might be stuck? <laughs> like, you want me to turn off YouTube and go find a terrestrial channel? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I told you that my my cable box wasn't even plugged in for like six months, right? <laughs> Just stay in the cable bill and forget yeah. that it exists. Oh, you know man, what? I, know. I have cable be- because um, news and weather. Bell does the bundle thing still, or at least yeah, I have yeah. it on my on my discounts. And it's like because I have the three services, I get whatever percentage off and unlimited. Internet is like $30 a month, but if you have a bundle, it's $20 a month. So how I look at it is paying for phone, paying for internet. I want Crave. Yeah. You're probably paying like 10 bucks. Yeah, you're paying like 10 bucks out of pocket. $25 for basic cable a month. And for $25, well, I guess that's kind of cool if the Olympics are on. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> or whatever it that is. makes yeah. sense. Like when the Olympics run around or there's actual breaking news, uh-huh. uh, like something that actually requires like, oh shit, I better figure out what the hell happened here. Um, those things are, are where you'd go for it. But in the general 
This is like uh, there was something else like the Golden Globes came and went like that for me because I got a message maybe halfway through of like, oh, I can't believe this person just won. And I was like, oh, shit, are the Globes on? Like, it's a Sunday. I forgot used to to go into the into the television thing to tell me what's on tonight. I was mid binge. Right. Like and, and those kinds of things happen. We've seen a change in you since this podcast started. Um, did we talk about what episode we're on? I can't even remember. But uh, we've seen a change. 179? 177. Oof, okay. Um, since this podcast started, because our first season, we hosted a Grammy show. And um, like a live, like with listeners, Grammy thing. Yeah. And... um. Now no, you uh, even remember what if it's when it's on. <laughs> like, well, I'll tell you the difference in, in. I think it was Oscars. Yeah, the difference is. I mean, I'll still watch the Oscars, right? Okay. Like, I just hope I don't forget. Like, I'm not gonna make the calendar fucking ask, right, right to remind me. But I hope that I remember it's on. Um, <laughs> right? Like, I hope I do. Uh, no, but the difference is uh, the the technology has changed for me, right? Like, in the sense of. That was like the Rogers box. The Rogers box was the landing page from where you got your CP24, all your television channels. And within the Rogers box is where you could launch uh, your Netflix, your Prime and other things. So like you never really left their their environment. Now I have switched uh, from providers to to a more of a app based one like Bell would have this right like the, the five TV app. Yeah. If you've got like an Apple box at home or like a Google Chrome, whatever, you can get the app. So the thing is, though, John, like when you launch up your Apple TV or your Roku or your Google, it's not jumping right in. Right. It's not fucking global. Just yelling at you for no reason. Uh, (laughs) You're looking at a home screen. And when you see a home screen. I mean, there's twice Uh, in the mornings, I'll throw it on because I want to know the weather and the traffic on the news channels. Uh, And then maybe. Late afternoon, I might throw it on like the sports channels because I might want to hear a little bit of the talk. That's it. Otherwise, I'm not going to just willy nilly like jump in and be like, let's see what's on the channels anymore. So that's what's changed uh, the behavior, which is why, yeah, that's why the Grammys can sneak by and the Globes can sneak by. It really has to be a Super Bowl, um, a Oscars, uh, a breaking news event. And uh, Miss Universe, like those will be the things that I won't forget. <laughs> well, we talked about music and like if we're as interested in new music earlier. Yeah. So yeah. let's go through these Grammy winners and see who we know or like if we've listened to because I'm looking at the list of winners. Um, the, the album of the year I know Taylor okay. Swift, but the new new artists I definitely don't know. Well, that's always a toughie though. A new yeah. artist is a toughie. Well, I, I mean, know. you know the one, the uh, one nominee probably. Who? Who? Yeah, the Noah Kahan guy, the Dial Drunk song. You probably know that one. You probably no. heard the name Ice Spice from various I've commercials. Heard of Jelly Roll. Thing. That's the only one that I've heard of. Jelly Roll. I have not heard of that person. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of Jelly Roll. I think like some some sort of weird drama about him or something. Yeah. Well, all but, right. Um... <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> I don't want to make this about Jelly Roll. Song I know, song I know, uh, what was I made for? 
But you know, Billy... is that the is that the song that is at the start of the current True Detective season? I or is seen that it. the Barbie song? The Barbie song. Ah, uh, the Barbie song. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Rap um, album yeah. of the year. Do you know who Killer Mike is? You know, I want to say yes, but I actually don't. And it's surprisingly because I think he got arrested at the grant at the Grammys. Like I think really? cop escorted him out of the. I think he maybe he's a killer. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what for, but I think I read an article about him getting totally arrested at the Grammys. Arrested yeah. shortly after winning three Grammys. Yeah, <laughs> escorted out after an Grammys alleged physical yeah. altercation. Okay. Uh, that's he was, timing, man. That's like slapping someone at the Oscars. Well, I mean, listen, they actually escorted him out. Yeah. Yeah, they, um, yeah, that's right. they should have escorted. That's interesting. Uh, listen, I mean, I know Travis Scott. I know Nas. I know Metro Boomin. I know Drake and 21 Savage. I, I, I did not know that Killer Mike had put out an album that's so killer that he won the uh, actual Grammy. Interesting. Is that something that you want to look at? Like when you see, a list... I will listen. Um, yeah. Killer Mike also is forty-eight years fucking old, bud. Right, so it's not like he's a young up-and-coming rapper as much as it is. Um, he's been around for a long time, but like, it's a weird one <laughs> because it's like one of those things. Like, so Killer Mike is like part of the Outcast group, right? Like he's worked with Big Boy. Um, Is he? Yeah, and he he was on the Stankonia album, like so. It's like he's been around, but it's one of those things where it's like you don't expect this person to. Like this is like the equivalent of PEDs in sports, right? Like it's like Barry Bonds, very 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 good baseball player, um, but then like out of nowhere just starts crushing home runs, and it's kind of <laughs> like, well, what the fuck, man? Why are you? What? Why now? Um. And I guess that would be the case, maybe because it's just. If you look at the the nominees for it, it's a pretty like a, a who's who of all the folks that have already been there before. Uh-huh. This almost feels like the way that they hand out Oscars to like children and or old Asian men. You know what I mean for like best supporting actor or actress? It's always like oh the fourteen year old girl from this movie or like the ninety year old Asian man because it's like. We're not going to give you fucking best actor or actress. Right. So maybe this is one of those, hey, I'm going to assume the Grammy voters where people from the industry are like, Killer Mike, he's still making music? Shit. All right. <laughs> and then they're like, X. <laughs> what else did you hear about? Uh, that's some, That was an interesting thing that happened at the Grammys. What else did you hear? Like, did you hear about uh, the Celine Dion giving an award to Taylor Swift thing that was supposed to be weird. Yeah, I guess it was strange in the sense that, um, well, okay, no, let's, what's your take on this? Um, cause I, I don't know if I have an opinion one way or the other. I would love to have shown you the video so that you could kind of like get the visual of it and see how it goes. Um, but to describe it, it's one of those things like she wins. She, she's also getting, uh, the award from Celine who, you know, had some health setbacks, all these things. Like, yeah, was, she's like not healthy. It's just, yet. yeah, it's just amazing to have seen her there, right? Yeah. Like, so it was one of those things. Like, oh wow, legend, right? Super icon, yeah, super icon. You said it, not me, right? Like Canadian legend, right? Like all that kind of thing, but like actually a global legend, right? Like, 
right? Like one of those kinds of things. Like you don't have that Vegas residency for no reason. Um, Is my heart goes on like heart will go on like one of the biggest all time selling records of all time biggest? Yeah, I think it. Yeah, it, it's it's <laughs> it's so. like a it's up there with like a Mariah Carey Christmas. You know what I mean? Like it's just like a yeah. lot of like. Like a McDonald's fucking thing, a lot of people served. Yeah. Right? Like a lot everyone, of people. Everyone bought that album four times, <laughs> I, or something, right? Like I don't know. Um, I have my own opinion of the song, but it's not <laughs> for today. Um, so, anyways, it, it Celine's giving out the award, and it seems that like. So here's the hot take. The hot take from people uh, on the stage and such is that. Perhaps Taylor should have been acknowledged. Like, you know what I mean? Like, generally, you do see it, though, right? Like, uh, you win an award, or you've seen people win an award, and they go up onto the stage, and that the person they're getting the award from, they'll be like, oh, my God, thank you, so nice to meet you, or whatever, right? And, like, right. something like that. Yeah. But this was very much, like, uh, nothing. Like, it was like, I got the award, and I'm right at the mic. Right. And, like... I don't think it would have been a news item if it wasn't for like the split half second where you can kind of see even Celine's face of like, really, bitch? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm Celine Dion. Right. right. Like, because it's not like it's not like you're getting this award from fucking Jessica Simpson right now. Like, it's I'm fucking Celine Dion. Right. Like, no, was, they don't do that. Right. Like the big awards are usually given out by past winners of that award. Right. Like Robert De Niro hands out the best actor award. Not friggin yeah. like. Well, I don't know how the Grammys do it, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Like it, it's for that caliber or that level yeah. of award. You get someone of that stature or and or level and stuff. Right. But like, yeah. um. It was, you just, I think you would have expected at least, uh, like, a, now, listen, you you don't make a billion dollars singing pop songs without being a little brilliant, right? And so Taylor's team is not dumb. Someone somewhere was watching that and immediately got on the text machine and got to the handlers who were with her to be like, you make sure they get fucking pictures together backstage right now. Because we want those photos out within, like, the next hour. So then you had, like, two or three pictures coming out from after. But, like, by the, that was, but this is the beauty of, like, wow, that's a well-oiled machine over on Taylor's side. Because from the moment on stage to when those pictures went out was something like 74 minutes. <laughs> and, like, they understand that it only takes 73 minutes on Twitter for shit to go haywire. Right. So there was like they were not going to let it be a four hour overnighter. They were definitely not going to wait till 8 a.m. to like put out a message or something, because that's way too much time to have like. The Swifties attacking like <laughs> you guys don't understand, like she was being friendly, like you're reading into the situation. And then like you would have had like the Celine. Like, I didn't know Celine had an army, but apparently she had enough of an army to be like. How dare you slight a legend, right? And like, <laughs> and it's like, all I, I don't know. No, but I mean, like, no, I think it's one of those things where it's like, you know what? Celine doesn't have an army. Taylor Swift has haters, right? So it's like the moment they could see something where they're like, oh my, like all of the haters then became like the biggest Celine fans of all time <laughs> yeah. in that moment, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Another legend was there right uh, i like fast car 
I don't think I've heard this Luke Combs version, but that's probably just because I'm not looking for as much new music. And if I wanted See, to hear Tracy Chapman, I just listen to Tracy Chapman. It, <laughs> that's what I mean. And you, you're not driving around as much anymore. I've noticed you're a Walker guy now. Yeah. Um, so the thing is, you're not really getting a lot of the the radio. Um, and even your radio, I believe, comes from space. Um, so you've got the you got the extraterrestrial radio. Actually, means... Gaurav, I listened to the best of the seventies, eighties, and nineties on iHeart. No, not iHeart. Um, oh shit! What is it called? K Fun or something? It's the stupid oh, damn. old, like a friggin' old person channel. <laughs> oh damn! That might as well be songs, bud. Um, <laughs> so I don't. Hear, I'm not hearing any new music on the radio. Oh, me. I don't know. This it's, it's all over the top forty, right? Yeah, almost too much. Um, but apparently, yeah, it was a surprise appearance from. Miss Tracy Chapman. I mean, not like, listen, obviously the fucking producers of the show knew what the hell was happening. Luke Combs was in on it. And I guess when they say surprise, that is their way of saying we never, we didn't put it in the press release, right? Like as one of the names right. of people who might appear. Um, it wasn't just in the neighborhood with the guitar. <laughs> it wasn't one of those things. Yeah. Um, but apparently it, well, it cool. sounded very, very well. And people were like, oh, wow, it'd be amazing if like they released like some like a song of them together doing it like the way they did it uh to which my answer would be yeah they'll just release the fucking live one because there's no way they're going into a studio to hammer that shit out right like no that song is so old hey i did you know how old that song was when probably came in on what 92 Ooh, keep going up or down (laughs) 91 it's like 80s i think really I think so. Damn. But it, it yeah. must have blown up in the 90s, though. Right? 88. Can you believe that? The fuck? It was released in 88. <laughs> so you know what, man? Like, that comes out in 88, and it must be used in, like, a movie in, like, 1992 or 3. Right? It, like, a Sleepless in Seattle or something fucking uses Fast Car, and then it has that second leg. Um, the way yeah. like Kate Bush had her run with fucking Stranger Things, she won like awards in '89 for that album. But um, yeah, I, mean, I remember in, the song, but like, stayed in the zeitgeist, right? I don't remember being that young for the song. No. Wow. Okay. There we go. And you were worried people wouldn't get George Burns's references. <laughs> Well, it's one of the greatest songs written ever written, obviously. It's been like super popular for 40 years almost. <laughs> wow. Okay. Huh. So, yeah. All right. Now, that means like Cheryl Crow's right for the picking, too. <laughs> she was. She was. Well, I think she was on. Uh... Oh, well, I guess it's, it's not as big. American Idol. But. um they like, I guess that's not the same thing. No, but I mean, like, the idea is, uh, if the stuff from 88 is getting redone now, it's, and it felt like, hey, it hasn't been that long. Um, you know, what was her song again? Like, Have a Little Fun or whatever on the Sunset Strip in Monaco or some shit? <laughs> yeah. Probably, it. it's probably just about the right time for Olivia Rodrigo to do that one. <laughs> Uh, Billy Ocean had a big hit in 1988. Like that's, <laughs> that's like the year that that came out. 
Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, Calgary, Olympics, all that good stuff. 88 was an interesting year. Goodness. Not that Wild Wild West? Do you remember that does, song? Does, <laughs> are you talking Will Smith? No, I had well, to have been in like, the original, 96. like the one that Smith sampled. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I would not know that. I mean, well, I assumed it was a sample, but I was <laughs> bothered. That's what that's been. Eighty-eight feels perfect. like uh, the Tone Loke era. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, it just puts it into perspective how timeless Fast Car is. It, it really, it like... really, yeah, it really is a timeless song. Yeah, good for her. I'm glad. Um, yeah. I guess, like, I don't know. It's Tracy Chapman. I don't know what to say about it other than, like, it's a, it's a nice thing to know that, like, somebody who's got, like, one of those timeless classic songs that's been, like, out for 40 years, um, maybe they weren't, like, their other catalog never became as big or as popular, but, like, she got to eat, right? Like, she got to eat, travel. But, like, you can't do that now, and that's what I'm saying. If it's 2024, you're not going to get by with one really fucking good song. Like I don't care how popular you are, you ain't getting the eight billion streams to have like yeah. that money, right? Like, no, you're totally right about that. Uh, you said something <clears throat> about my internet being bad. I believe just before we went offline here. Oh, oh, thanks for know. thanks for coming back, everybody. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what I was? No, I think you were talking about your internet. I. I may have been. Okay, so I heard you say something along the lines of, you're freezing, and I continued on for another 30 seconds, incredulously <laughs> going, no, man, I'm not fucking frozen. I can see everything moving on my screen right now. You must be you. It must be you. Uh, and then it just happens to be that my router sits right next to me, and over I look over at it, and it's got the big fucking flashing red light on the front telling me, no, no, things are not good. <laughs> so, like... Did it look like I was moving and talking to you and telling you you were freezing? And you yeah, no, you, I, would, I could see everything. Okay. So that's what kills me, is that you were telling me I'm frozen. I'm seeing you move. I'm not that, yet frozen, but it was I'm my internet. Frozen. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was like, I, no, everything's working. But um, Yeah, I have good internet because I think I have like five direct to my unit. Oh, yeah, that's a good thing to have. Um, I think I just had a hardware issue more than I had a provider issue. Oh, wow. A chipset overheating. Can't survive the stresses. I get it. We all break down sometimes. Just like Killer Mike at the Grammys. Killer Mike. That's what it was. Yeah. (laughs) Good for him. Good for him, eh? Well, Uh it's nice to go through the list and like recognize when like the Beatles like are like sampled or something or they get like recognized for something uh, that's because that's the only stuff that I still really know <laughs> there it is uh, being interrupted by a commercial for Viagra near you oh no favorite playlist don't put that in my algorithm sorry there bud <laughs> You haven't looked. The Alice fella. You haven't looked. <laughs> All right. Any, I'm ending it now because of okay. that. Okay. All right. That's fine. That's fair. On that uplifting note. Thanks, everybody, for checking out another episode of Kidney Confirm That. 
I don't know if we said it at the start or not, but this is episode 177. It's February, and it's like the nicest February I can ever remember. Hope you guys are having a good week. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Gaurav. Have a great week, buddy. Bye. Good luck with that fucking 20 minutes of dead air you're going to have to cut out of there.